Hey, uh, hey, so guys, have you heard the news? Hmm? What's that? Um, hmm? Apparently, they're they're finding massive connections between Godzilla and COVID, and COVID's apparently it. really good for you. God, Brendan, please. What do we tell you about these conspiracy theories? What do you mean? I, we told I'm you just... to keep that off air. Wait. Yeah, we, we started recording like five minutes ago. Welcome to the Alex Jones podcast, uh, featuring guest. <laughs> don't, don't you make me Alex Jones. I will fucking end you. Don't you dare. Alex, Alex. Not like this. Not like this. Please. It was a joke. <laughs> Free me. Alex. Psych. I like that you're on a first name basis with him. <laughs> Alex. He's like, he's like a personal good friends with yeah, Alex my, Jones. My, we, we, we play chess on Saturdays. Okay, Alex. Repeat after me. <laughs> Birds oh, aren't real. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Welcome to the conspiracy cast, everybody. <laughs> Please stop. I'm not like this. We're done. We're done. Okay, so anyway, we watched more One Piece. God damn it. Why don't we just, don't we just go into the summary? <laughs> Existence is pain. Existence is always Especially pain. Especially for Amiseeks. <laughs> <laughs> so... After confirming that Blackbeard wasn't in Alabasta, Ace takes his leave and departs to pursue a new lead. The gang continues forth, and the long journey gives opportunity for introspection. Chopper, trying to find the meaning in his own decisions, questions Zoro on why everyone joined Luffy on his adventure. Zoro says it's more like they're all working towards their own goals, and Luffy just happened to be there. They finally arrive at Yuba, only to discover that the place is dying and no longer the rebel base. The only person remaining is Toto, the founder and father to rebel army leader Koza. Toto recognizes Vivi and apologizes to her for his son's actions. Vivi is distraught at the sight of Toto. A once vibrant, cheerful man is now no more than shivering bones. Meanwhile, on the other side of Alabasta, the top-ranking Baroque Works agents finally gather to finish this long-awaited plot concocted by the villainous crocodile. What happens next? Find out next week! I think Toto's gonna bless the rains down in Africa. Dude, man! I think he's gonna go on an adventure with some white chick named Dorothy. Dylan, don't play that song. That's copyright. <laughs> bless the rains down in Africa. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's done that for three years. Wait a minute. Africa by Toto? Son of a bitch! Yeah. Now that's a meme and a half! You see it now, don't you? Son of a bitch! Man, somebody, somebody find out if Oda was a was a Africa fan. It's a Toto fan, fan not Africa. Toto. Well, because I think that this arc has a couple of uh, what do you call it? The the, the one that Jordy just said. I'm I'm an idiot because he said Dorothy huh? or was a Christian that said. No, it. I said that. Christian. Sorry, said whatever. It has a couple of fucking Wizard of Oz references because Aramalu was supposed to be like yep, yep. named after the Emerald City, and then Toto was like Toto the fucking. And I think there's like one or two more somewhere in this arc, but uh, shit. Toto by Africa or Africa by Toto. <laughs> Everyone keeps getting it backwards. <laughs> Whatever. He was a big uh, Wizard of Oz fan because he said that he, that that was the reason why he didn't want the whole journey is the the, the reward type thing. I mean the, the was it yeah journey is not the reward type thing because he said that that kind of that ending's lame. <laughs> he literally this man saw Wizard of Oz and was like, wait a minute, this dude doesn't even get a heart. This man doesn't actually get courage. He just gets like the idea of it. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> so Usopp's the cur- the cowardly lion. 
will he will be given the courage courage fruit by the end of the series. <laughs> oh my he will God. be physically granted courage. So does what is Buggy then in this scenario? Uh the future king of the pirates. He's the wizard. <laughs> that makes him the wizard though. Yeah, he's the wizard. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, actually yes. Funny enough, there's a really good wizard fucking reference to, with Buggy in it, too, much later down the line. <laughs> Interesting. Full circle here. Full I'm just fucking saying, circle, dude. We're it. going in. We we're really going are in. traveling down this conspiracy pipeline, aren't we? But if Toto is that random old guy, then, like, that means Vivi's Dorothy? Uh, yes? Yeah, because she's gathering all the goons. And then Koza's the Scarecrow? Uh, I think we're all right. Reaching. All right, now we're we stretching. Now we're stretching. <laughs> now we're stretching. Let's let's put that away. Let's put a little post-it note right there. All right. No, so dude. these episodes kind of nothing. I'm gonna be honest. There was really not a lot. There was not uh, a lot. There was all right. So let me let me start it here. Um, episode 101. All right. It was all Ace. All right. We it was just like this big yeah. Ace episode. They were like this. This is a big fearful guy. Everybody knows about him. We want to. There was like a bounty hunter. Let's not discuss Scorpion. The, the whole episode was literally just a circle jerk to explain why Ace left. The real heroes are Chip and Dip. <laughs> <laughs> dip, Dip, yes. Potato Chip. <laughs> their names are actually Chip and Dip. And, he ha- and, and, and Papa Scorpion has their has the, their initials tattooed in hearts on his forehead, pierced by Cupid's yeah. arrow. What's with these bad father figures tattooing their faces? I was just gonna say, here's our second father figure tattooing fucking shit on their forehead, dude. Like every dad who, who's like has makes poor life decisions looks at their forehead in the mirror and goes, "Wow, look, it's free real That's estate." Like what Post Malone is gonna look like in twenty years? <laughs> Except like he's gonna worse. have best dad of the year on his forehead. Yeah, it's gonna be the last tattoo he gets there. Mother God, you think, dude. You think Post Malone could play a good yasa? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Fuck yeah, he could. Either that or Porky, I guess. (laughs) Just put one Y somewhere on his face and then CGI, like, some of the other ones away. Because he's honestly a little too lit. Like, Yasov needs to get up to his level. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Yeah, so, okay. So, at the end of that episode with the bounty hunter and his his goddamn Chippendale friends... Uh, that Ace gives Luffy an item, all right? Now, oh, yeah. you might think it's just a piece of paper, and let me tell you, it is exactly just a piece of paper. <laughs> I, I will tell you, it absolutely is a piece of paper. That is all it is. And now it's sewed into the top of the inside of Luffy's ribbon for 300 episodes from now. I I, lo- I love how it's sewed on the inside so that the animators don't actually have to draw they don't it. Have whenever to bother they- with it. <laughs> yeah, they go out of their way to emphasize that. They're like, here, let me sew that on the inside of your head. And then, like, Nobby takes it and, like, you look at it and it's, like, a perfect fucking fit. Although, that's also the weirdest <laughs> place for someone to put paper because my thought is, like, if there's, like, let's say, hypothetically speaking, this is mm-hmm. me using big brain power, assuming sure. a, a lot out of this, where... You put the hat on, right? It's in. The, it's hot as fuck. Have you guys ever worn baseball hats in like too yeah, much? Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah, no, tell me um, about it. Oh and, yeah, like, no, your brim sure. or your hack, it's like all sweaty and shit. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that paper's gonna be fucking milk by the end of this arc. <laughs> <laughs> what you're forgetting, Devin, is that it's the straw hat and it's powered by plot armor. So <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> also. <laughs> It, it's she. She sold it on there like it was a piece of fabric. Like it was drawn like yeah, it was paper fabric. Facts. Paper doesn't sew that good. <laughs> no, it definitely really doesn't. doesn't. Paper does not sew like that. She did like her old granny snipping and snip, snip, cut. Here oh yeah, you go, she, did, she did it right quick too. 
I, I mean, I really like the way she presented the idea, because she, she seems so genuine on it, like, actually mm-hmm. wanting to be a friend to Luffy. Like, it was so nice, like, here, I can sell that on the inside of your hat for you, no problem. And no, like, but give me, like, 300,000 berries. No no fucking bitchness. It's just like, hey, you want me to... You that want comes me to later. <laughs> that, that, that always comes later. That comes, like, it? 20 episodes down the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With interest. <laughs> or, yeah, it'll be what, when they find Ace again, she'll be like, oh, by the way, you owe me, like, 2 million berries for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brendan, do we want to get into that? paper by the way uh i a mean little, a little teaser or not teaser i don't feel like i want to uh, no? I'll, right, I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you the only teaser that was given to us in this episode that piece of paper will reunite them someday hmm. i want to find out that this was this is this is going to go the same way that the sakura petals did where oda was like this is going to be a thing i don't know how it's going to work but <laughs> I, somebody I've came up, up with something and now i gotta pay it off and he's like sweating in his office one day just like oh god <laughs> He almost tried to get rid of it too, because the camel ate like eighty percent of it. I know. <laughs> he like he like wrote he like gave himself like this interesting plot element, and then fucking like, the camel comes. And he's like, well, you know, I might throw it away after. That all. looks pretty. That looks pretty tasty. Just saying. Just saying. That was such a stupid scene. It's like Luffy was like, "This is the most important treasure I own." <laughs> no, no, he didn't. What do you mean? As, as soon as he gets it, he's like, "What the fuck is this garbage?" And then Ace is like, you know, right. dude, "It's pretty." Maybe cool he paper. didn't say it, but he was looking there like, like it was. Yeah. That- and then Zoro goes, if there's nothing on it, just throw it away. And Luffy's like, no, I need this. Ace <laughs> said I need it, so I need it. This is like one of the biggest like older brother pranks on the planet. Like, oh, Brendan, hold on to this piece of paper. Don't let anything ever bad happen yeah, to it. It's, it's ha- handing your little brother the, play- the player two controller, but not plugging it in. <laughs> fucking facts dude and then start playing skyrim saying that he's controlling it yeah he's controlling the dragon it's like meant to bring luffy like a bunch of treasure or something like something to help him along his journey so that he could like i don't know buy himself some food or whatever for the ship something for the kids and then he's like oh i left it on my dinghy uh he looks in his pockets here luffy take this piece of paper (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right, let's let's talk about this uh this little Chopper and Zoro moment that they had. Dude, yeah, one of my favorite fucking episodes of all time. I love this shit. Those, those, those two goons, they 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 always seemed to, uh, you know, I find that Chopper is always as as the kid that he is is looking up to the rest of them to kind of like understand like what's going on and like how to how to act. And Zoro is just always a big brother. You even see it at the start of this arc. Look at Zoro, the, the bro that he is, is fucking pulling Chopper along the sand all the time, mm-hmm. and. You know, we we haven't gotten into another part of their relationship that makes them super bro together because they haven't gotten into uh, hijinks together beyond just dicking with Luffy this episode. But even, like, fucking 500 episodes from now, I love their, the fucking, like, friendship between Chopper and Zoro. They have some of the most real fucking bromance in the series. He's just trying to, you know, find his place, and even, you know, Zoro is, like, giving him, like, those simple answers to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He really did pick the weirdest person to ask, though, because Zoro would be the first one to, to, to just be like, I don't know, just kind of joined. I, I think the way that the conversation happened was extremely organic. He's, he's the best good. person to ask. He's like, bruh, you were the... So, <laughs> Chopper's literally, you know, thinking to himself, I, I I think I'm in the wrong place a little bit. <laughs> we're kind of, like, we, like, let's take a step back for a second. I, I think we might be in the wrong spot. He's asking the main man himself, the dude who agreed from the start... The, the the fucking whatever you want to call Zoro, the fucking main man himself, like what the fuck brought you here? 
and like why do you like it here what do you like about this whole this whole deal and then zoro just like was 100 percent real ideally zoro is actually the real leader he's he is the first one that joined up so he was the first one to make the pirate group uh luffy was just a goon looking for pirate people and Thanks. zoro said all right i'll make it a pirate group i'm in and here we go <laughs> Because what, what, you think Sanji would have joined if it was just Luffy? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Absolutely I think, not. I think Usopp would have. <laughs> Zoro's his rival now. They didn't like each other at first, you know? No, right. But he, it was a conversation back in the day that he was like, uh, the only reason I joined is like 80% Nami and like 10% memes and another 10% I just feel like doing it. Yep, yep. Like without Nami around, he has like seventy-eight point six percent reason less to to join the team. What I did like about though about the uh, the whole Zoro, um, what's it called, a uh, chopper discussion though, is how it kind of ended with Luffy completely ruining the bonding moment. And I actually, I actually wrote a note, and it almost sounds kind of conspiracy theory. Oh, Christ. I know, right? Where I wrote down, Luffy ruins a bonding moment between Chopper and Zoro because he noticed that the dum-dum fruit was needing replenishment. <laughs> <laughs> because they're starting to actually sound sane. <laughs> they're starting, starting to wear off, and needed a, they needed a re-up on the dosage. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, Luffy's calculated. He's that healer in a raid that goes, oh, damn, they're dying. Let me let me add a little passive heal. <laughs> no, you're poisoning us like passive heal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Moira. No, the other one. <laughs> that one doesn't heal. That only does damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're damn right it does. <laughs> I I really liked that scene though, like, like in that temple because it does like give you a little bit of like a mental you know thought about the you know the grand line as a whole because you you know from our earlier perspective we thought like oh the grand line's you know brand new and there's like only going to be a bunch of brand new locations but this like you know being in that you know buried down city it makes you think like how long have people actually been in the grand line for that is a very good question that's what i wanted to talk about here uh i'm not going to tell you what it is but Uh they showed something in this one episode Episode uh, 102. You mean the Rosetta Stone? The Rosetta Stone. It could be that. It could just be something else. A small item you didn't see off screen. Oh. Uh, that is going to be really, really, really important. Extremely. Important. And when I say really, really important, I mean like a key thing in the overall series. And we don't know about it until like episode... 800-ish, maybe? I don't know, 700-ish? Fucking <laughs> Talk about well, a long con. okay, okay, hold on, hold on. It's not It's not going to be that much of a payoff. Okay, it's more like... I want to know what it is now, so I can no, understand. No, you're not going to know. There, but but what, he's trying to, what he's trying to say is, we're, we're going to get to it. We're going to actually get information about what we just low-key saw, but didn't understand uh, within, like, I don't know, 20 eps or something like that. And Whatever. It's, it's, since this is a filler episode, it's not considered canon. This is... Wait, this is the a animators. Filler? Yep, this is a filler episode. This is not filler. It is. The animators put that in there, and uh, I don't know if it was Oda or someone else that said that doesn't count. This what? isn't where I wanted. This isn't where I wanted to be introduced. This is cheating. <laughs> You're serious. Uh, wait, that's yeah, this illegal. is filler. This is a filler episode. I had no idea. I thought this was canon. The only thing canon that we watched was Ace giving Luffy the, the piece of paper and then the and then 103. Wow, you're teaching me something. I could have swore that that whole fucking episode was canon. I was about to tell I was about I was about to let Devin walk in here with a ramp being like, "Why are we watching more filler?" And I was going to be like, "Actually, the majority of it was canon." 
<laughs> look who looks like the fool now. I do look like a fool. <laughs> but you know what? I, I would watch that episode again. I love that Although, shit. Although, I'm going to be honest, uh, I just sort of checked the filler list online. So if they're wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're, it's probably right. I'm probably the one who's they wrong. They probably did the research right. They wouldn't They would know. They wouldn't I lie to us, I right? I swore that that was canon, but I'll, I'll look at my manga chapters. I'll just quickly reread. There's a little thing there for, for like, future shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, while, while watching this episode, and, like, you know, like, because, again, I, like, during, you know, like, I just wrote down, you know, or not just wrote down, but I just mentioned uh, the part where I said, you know, like, it makes you wonder how much time has been, you know, spending, you know, or, like, how many, how long people have been in the Grand Line. It got me really thinking, then all of a sudden, I came up across this epiphany. That's why, if you see right here, I put, put a note of Devin talks about Crocodile. I think I figured out how Crocodile's power works. Oh? Go on. Go on. Crocodile's power, I think, is it has something to do with time. So when we see him use the sand, we see the people in the sand die, or like almost going uh, mummified, right? We assume yes. that it's being the life force sapped away from them. I think he has something to do with the sands of time. Because what does Captain Hook hate? The clicking of a clock. So, and croc because of the crocodiles, because that's how he knows the crocodile's coming, is because of the clicking of the clock. So, my thing is, he's not actually sucking the life force out of them. He's advancing or speeding up the time of them dying and mummifying. Man, that's what he's doing. David's doing some massive big brain play right that's now. A, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good take. And, and the only reason why I say that is also because, you know, what are other forms of clocks? Well, sand inside of a little vial. Given the evidence, you, you did a pretty good job there. That's a really good job. I won't tell you if you're right or wrong just because of how fucking good deductive reasoning that was. I, mm-hmm, I am proud mm-hmm. of you. Yeah, so I thought about that this reminder, episode. Reminder to the listeners, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So he's literally <laughs> putting together as he watches. He's literally putting the pieces together. I, I vibe with it, dude. That's fucking sick. See, you know, I like, fucking, this is what I want to hear from you once in a while. Fucking Jesus Christ. It just, it, all it took was me saying, like, dealing with the theme of this land where it's like a land lost in time. Yeah, and you know, Alabasta is actually uh, somewhat unique. Even like, I think I mentioned once before, like, compared to like other nations in the Grand Line, Alabasta has a significantly long history. Like, it was, it's been a, a nation that's been known about and utilized for fucking years, dude. Like, there are some places that are like, oh yeah, it's an island that showed up like a few hundred years ago or whatever. Alabasta's been there for a bit. But that's what I mean, like, that's so interesting about this whole part is, like, it's really expanding on how long people have been here. And that's where I'm, like, saying thinking, like, because the only knowledge before this that we really have of how old everything in the Grand Line is, is it's relatively 20 years old, twenty something like that, since Gold Roger died maybe a hundred mm-hmm. years Something so you like go to the assumption that this is all uncharted area but in reality it's like this has been civilized for quite some time and, and so because of that factor it's like it's a little bit more mind-boggling because it's like well why weren't people going through here if it was civilized that's that is a very good question why why mm-hmm. would it why would the entire world still be this almost archaic if it was this pop if it, if it was this populated if there was this much going on if there was this much history out in the grand line and what would be the benefit to leaving yep. it in this really harsh sort of non-communicative state yes these are very good questions to ask yourself that's a, that's a good question there um so so on the topic of crocodile luffy has this hallucination again where he's uh, he's <laughs> imagining shit cuz he ate a cro- ate the uh, ate the cacodus and uh, he has a hallucination of crocodile which is 
is a goof because he has no idea what crocodile looks like. Right? I was going <laughs> to ask that. Why the fuck does Luffy know what crocodile looks like? So yeah, he's attacking he someone. He should. He should. That's kind of an, an example of, of how I know this is filler. Right. No, but, but, but low-key, though, that, that transition between putting Zoro and then pasting Crocodile on top, not bad. That was that was Dee's dece- transition. And they keep him as Crocodile, too. Like, when as, when he's reacting to, like, Luffy going and attacking him, it's still just Crocodile. It's still just Crocodile being like, what the fuck? God damn it, he's gonna punch me. <laughs> <laughs> and Zoro, because he is, he is the, the contained one, doesn't even use his swords on him. He just fucking starts beating the fuck out of him with his fist, because he's the bigger man here. <laughs> they give you that scene, too. He, like, clicks his, so- his one sword out, and then he goes, no, I can't. <laughs> Not like this. Not, like Not this. today. I can't kill him yet. <laughs> then there was that other fucking scene later where fucking they or, or Luffy pushes Zoro and Chopper under the rock or whatever and then Chopper gets sent flying and Luffy goes out he's like what's Chopper doing out there he's a pretty weird guy huh yeah this is my fault I'm sorry and then you just see Zoro put the blade right next to his neck and then Luffy <laughs> tells him he's like oh I did this this is my fault this is my fault I'm sorry <laughs> this is me I love that scene so much just like seeing the blade like and then this like, yep I did this <laughs> <laughs> that's that stupid shit I love to see from these guys. So so they walk and they walk and they walk and then they just keep walking, playing uh what's that what's that one game shit? I forgot I was gonna meme. I forgot forget the meme, alright? Dylan cut the <laughs> Dylan cut the meme. We don't need Evolved? Memes. Was it Evolved? It was Evolved. I Evolved is a game, yeah. So yeah, they're walking and then they finally arrive and they they get to Yuba and they find out that they've done goofed. They went to the wrong place. I really admire that uh, that little scene when you know, Toto first shows up, and then because I knew better, right? Especially me watching it. I don't know how you guys felt when you when you started seeing if you recognized his voice or saw that he was probably gonna end up being the same dude or whatever. But uh, when when he does, when he as soon as he's shown on screen, and when Vivi finally realizes that it was Toto the whole time, my heart just breaks every time. Toto, that's this guy. Whatever it's worth, Vivi dear, I have faith in you and the king. He's a good man, a true king who would never betray his country. I know it. Every that fucking was a, time. a very hard scene because they they play the the, the music. The, the I don't know. Is it a xylophone <clears throat> or is it it's like a? I'm sure it's being used like a piano, right? They're using yep. a piano for that. I couldn't tell but, you what was being played exactly, but the music. While we're on that topic for these episodes, they've had they had some unique shit. I want to say in that Ace episode, and they also had some unique shit in uh, the Toto episode 103. They did. The Ace episode starts with uh, a jingle I've never heard before. I'm just like, what did, did they like? I was like, what the fuck is this? this? It, was, it was fire too. I, I was like, give me more of this. This is a song I don't think they ever use again. Maybe. They just like they were like, yo, dude, we have this one filler episode that we want to make about a dude and his two shitty kids, <laughs> and we really need you to make a catch tune for it. Yo, bet fucking gives it to him. I'm there on you it. go. This baby will run for so many episodes. <laughs> Sla- slaps musical notes. Literally <laughs> yeah. shows it for a single ep and never hears it again. Yeah, that w- that was a hard scene. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you I didn't tear up. All right. Is that what you wanted to hear? I I teared up. Is that what you wanted from me? I just want to let everybody else know that I always tear up at that fucking scene. I don't even care. I love it. I love it so much. Honestly, 
for me, like out of all these episodes, the only one that really hit different was literally just 102. I think it was the one where, with, with, you know, uh, Zoro and, uh, Working beside him all this time has ended up giving me another goal to work toward. So what's your new goal? Sorry, I don't know how to explain that. On to the village! <laughs> so we made it to the Spider Cafe. We are now introduced... We are now introduced to Mr. Four and Mr. One, as well as their counterparts. Mr. Three also makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like cre- creeping behind in the window. Yeah, I was not surprised when they brought him back, though. I was kind of pissed off that they didn't kill him off. What, Mr. Three? Yeah. We we <laughs> love Mr. Three, actually. I love Mr. Three. How do you guys feel about the other people, the people we just met, though? Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that part. I, I did have a note about this. Yeah, I feel bad calling Lemon Lemonhead whatever her fucking, you know, the light light Karen. or whatever. You know, yeah, Karen. the original Karen. I, I'm, I feel bad calling her Karen because <laughs> this new redhead is a Karen. Christmas. Like, <laughs> You're talking about Miss Mary Christmas. Miss Mary yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yes. She's an older She Karen. is a Karen to the T, yelling at fucking customer service, demanding so much with such high expectations. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> She's the oh, like she's like the mechazoid of Karen. But then Miss Double Miss Doublefinger effectively pulls the so like Miss Merry Christmas basically goes I want to see your manager and then Paula aka Miss Doublefinger essentially goes I am the manager and hits her with that <laughs> sweet Uno reverse card. <laughs> Golly, dude. This shit's fucking stupid. Yeah, we didn't get much for from Mister Four, the big tubby dude, and uh, he talks slow. Yeah, I'm only sad that we didn't get a chance to see what the other goons' powers are, because that would be kind of fun to like talk about and be like, what what do we feel like for their powers or whatever? But we really just kind of now know them, right? That's really the extent of what we've learned. And we we get to to, to see them in interact with each other because at this point they haven't really met each other that much. They're just yes. like known people in the in the the association yeah mr two even says that he had never had the pleasure of meeting mr one or his mm-hmm. counterpart or whatever so this was uh this is a new thing for everybody yep and they're gonna go meet crocodile surprisingly they're like what the chief in charge well okay and they they still don't know it's crocodile though they they just know they're going to see the quote-unquote boss that's it yeah they don't know that it's a warlord yeah they didn't check the linkedin uh you know, they didn't yeah. check the LinkedIn posts when when they were originally signing in for the job. <laughs> they didn't. No, nobody did. That's Fools. why there's a billion. No, people. Vivi did. That's that's why. That's how she found out. All right. So, <laughs> any other thoughts, speculations, conspiracies you people want to talk about? I just love the fuck out of Bonclay. I just let's let's just put that one out there really quick. I can't quick. wait to see uh, Crocodile use the time time fruit. Shout out Bucci the smoking turtle. All right, so I haven't figured out any new things to add to the to the segment uh, hat, I guess. So we're just going to continue doing Brendan trivia. I, I want to do the haikus, but you fools aren't uh, willing to do those. Wait, what? What is this, you fools? I I, <laughs> I brought a haiku every week. Did you bring one this this time? No, because you didn't tell me to. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you tell yeah. us to bring a haiku, we'll bring one. I promise. All right, all right, all right. I'll make one in two minutes, like I did the last time. I feel like I want to do haikus less every time I hear you say haiku. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, listen. We know you originally wanted to make this the haiku podcast, but it's not happening. <laughs> We're not doing it. Darn. It's over. 
All right, so yeah, we we have a uh, we have a we have an easier Brendan trivia this week because uh, he failed the last one. You know, you got to make it easier for him. Man, yo, I tried, dude. These are based. You're right. You're getting ranked here, right? You lost one. You get an easy one. <laughs> they put you with the golds in that first one, so now they're putting you with the silvers. He literally, I went to the line <laughs> for the salty spittoon, and they they just sent me to Weedy Hud Junior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to trivia with Brendan. Brendan, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, dude. Question number one. Who was the first female Marine shown in the series? Uh, that would probably be Bellamere, I guess. He wins, baby. Yeah! Congratulations! You win a whole... I got a nail file. What do you want? <laughs> Wait, what? That, uh... So I guess nail that's file. my... Well, wait a minute. You, you you just you said all you have is a nail file. So do I get to pick something else, or do I get the nail file? Oh, you get a nail file. Where do you want me to use it? Your teeth, your feet, your hands. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm hot. Good. I'm running out of ideas. Oh, I I choose my knees. Yeah, ashy knees, huh? It's a good choice. Yep. Good choice. Yeah, make choice. It so we can't run anymore. <laughs> Breaks kneecaps. <laughs> so just, you just see me shank him with yeah. a fucking nail file. <laughs> Stab him with a nail <laughs> file. Fucking knee just, ah, I just break it off in there like, he said you wanted him filed. He literally just pops my whole fucking cap off. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> cap all right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a little little tidbit here. Bellamere also happens to mean stepmother in French. So, oh my shout God. out to you French people. Yeah, actually, I, d- I did know that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, Mare is mom, and then... It, it also It's also another word for, like, mother and all, sometimes, I guess. Why does Koza look like a cross between Zoro and Sanji? Because those are the two most popular characters in the series right now. And they're trying to make them likable. All right. <laughs> is that, does that satisfy you? answer that one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm he good. do got kick-ass sunglasses, though. All right, are we, are we on to, to ham and quotes? I got one quote. Why'd you sound sad? <laughs> he wasn't very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got one quote, guys. All right, so what's your quote there, Devin? I think I might have gotten on I'm wondering if maybe I got on board the wrong ship. What do you know? I was just starting to think the same thing myself. Between Chopper and Zoro, mm-hmm. and they say it multiple times. They do. <laughs> uh, how about you, Christy? What did... What? Christian. Christy? Do you want your chicken tendies, Christy? <laughs> you want your dinosaur chicken tendies? I would love my tendies. I would love some nuggies. Thank you. <laughs> I want my chicken tendies. <laughs> um, God, I hate us. I've got three quotes, really, two. The first is, uh, I'm invulnerable. Scorpion, the filler character with two sons named <laughs> Dip and Chip. <laughs> As he gets his ass beat by Ace. <laughs> One of the most wanted pi- pirates on the sea right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this has been my TED talk. The second is really a bundle of two quotes. So you get two for the price of one here. The first it starts with, Hey, I didn't know you were a comedian. Luffy, when Zoro falls through a sinkhole into the abandoned city temple with the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> and then on their way back out, Luffy looks up to to leave and he goes, so that's Zoro's comedy hole. And then I put a winky emoji next to it. (laughs) (laughs) Golly, dude. What the fuck? (laughs) Um, I have two. 
Um, one, I, I don't know if you if it happened to you guys in the sub. I doubt it did, but there was a stupid. Okay, when in the second episode that we watched, the one with the Rosetta Stone, at the very beginning when Luffy's freaking out about the cactus juice or whatever, you notice in the background that he's running around like going fucking mad, and the animators specifically had him running over the hills, but they actively chose not to draw him going over the landscape like in a connected fashion <laughs> so fucking i i, I want to say funny took this as an opportunity nope, Sanji, they, this, San- is in, this is in the sub <laughs> okay. i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> it's fucking the stupid throwaway line where sanji goes like what's he doing he's freaking out again how's he running on air he must have eaten another <laughs> <laughs> just fucking they literally draw him going <laughs> I thought it was the funniest mm-hmm. fucking yeah, shit. They, they, I think they refer to him as flying in the sub, but... Okay, yeah, 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 it's, that's fair. I, 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 it took me aback, too. <laughs> I was like, dude, bruh, Some fucking the fourth fuck? wall breaking right there. <laughs> Some fourth wall shit. But, uh, and then the other one I got is a little more serious. Same episode. Um, I really do like that callback that Nami does when she's talking with Vivi. Zoro and Nami both talk about, you know, how the crew does their own things or whatever from the side, but, you know, Nami's basically just explaining to Vivi, like, you know, Luffy said something to me back when we were on my home island. I remember those words well, and I thought, huh, this is something that makes these pirates different. This is how they are. If you're alone, your strength is limited. There's only so much that one person can do, after all. One isn't enough. You need friends, but at the same time, it amounts to nothing if those friends aren't trying every bit as hard as you to do what they can do. I really like that sentiment. I don't care how many times I see it. Do you have any Golden Ham nominees for us, O Leader? Because uh, I don't. Yeah, I had a hard time trying to find something here. Uh, the sand. The sand. <laughs> the sand. <laughs> let's, uh, let's give it to Chopper for being an inquisitive dude. Now that I can get behind. He gave us exposition. He gave us character motivation. He, he gave me the mental brain power to think about what crocodile's powers are. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, there we go. I'm gonna give uh, chopper. You know what? I'll accept that. Any reason to give Chopper it. the ham, I'm all for. <laughs> I am yeah. all about giving the cuddly buddy. All right, let's <laughs> let's end that there, dude. Follow us on Twitter at Panda Sightings. S- send more memes. No spoilers. These goons don't have haven't seen anything past Alabasta. The more deep fried, the better. Actually, though, yes, deep fried memes fire. Man, I haven't seen a good deep fried meme in a while. Butter or like corn oil? You would deep fry. What Definitely you like? butter. Definitely butter. Butter? Alright. Salted or unsalted? People deep fry with butter. Dude, salted. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Alright. Damn. People just people just like throw butter in a pan and deep fry shit. Is it creamy? Yeah. Is that how Absolutely. deep frying works? That you need it like uh you need like a big pot to dip it in. Is this where like Dylan's gonna like slowly fade out cutting out <laughs> or talking about deep frying? <laughs> you just gave him an idea. <laughs> and then like Twitter's gonna be like, let me know. I need to know where they went with that conversation. I need to know if they settled it.